Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. My name is Layla, and we're so happy to have you here with us. But before we get into the word this morning, we're going to take a moment and pray. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for your love and kindness, your mercy and your compassion, Lord. We thank you for the grace that you have supplied for us, Lord, and we thank you that you sustain us, Lord, and that you're our source. We ask that you guide us this morning, Lord, and show us the things that you have for us, Lord. Minister to each and every one of us our needs, Lord, as we trust that you do, Lord, because you always do it. And we thank you for this time together in the word. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. So glad to have you with us as we get into the Word to grow and learn now again about doing battle, standing on our faith in divine alignment with the Lord, and continue doing that in our study of 1 Thessalonians. So this morning we are moving forward in chapter 3, and we're going to cover verses 6 through 13. So could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please. I will. All right, honey, honey. But now that Timothy has come to us from you and brought us good news of your faith and love, and that you always have good remembrance of us, greatly desiring to see us as we, as we also to see you, therefore, brethren, in all our affliction and distress, we are comfort, comforted concerning you by your faith. Now we live if you stand fast in the Lord. I'm sorry, for now we live, if you stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God for you, for all the joy with which we rejoice for your sake before our God, night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another and to all, just as we do to you, so that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Amen. All right, so as is our custom, we're going to open up the floor and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit's speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. So who would like to begin? I would. All right, Layla. Just something interesting that the Lord showed me just now about verse 12 when Paul was asking the Lord to increase um, the Thessalonians and make them abound. And, you know, when you hear those words increase and abound, your mind kind of flows on to thinking about money, like maybe houses or cars. But what the Paul asked for was that they would abound in the love of Jesus Christ toward one another. And mm-hmm. it was interesting for me to to see that there um and when the lord highlighted it it caught my attention because um it's not often that we hear that blessing upon people that they would ask the lord on behalf of another that their love is increased so that they can display it to others and others can have that opportunity to enjoy and be a part of what god's doing they want them to ask for uh, a new job, a, a pay raise, a car, a house, like I said, money, or a restoration of a relationship that's really precious to them. But 
to go back to the to hear Paul go back to the root of love because love solves everything. Every issue there ever has been or ever will be, love is the answer and the solution. So for Paul to take it to the root is re- it's really nice to um, be able to see that here in this this section of scripture and be able to have it as an example for our own lives. So as we're ministering to and before others, we take it to the root because it's part of standing. You can't stand on quicksand you need to be on a firm foundation and the firm foundation is jesus christ and jesus christ is love so here we go back full circle it's it's just something good to know and i don't mean good to know like a nice little fact to put in the back of your mind but something to apply to your life every day in an actionable step towards the lord Hmm. promise yes well lily you brought up a good point but The Lord also brought me to verse 10, where it's talking about Paul saying that he wanted to perfect what was lacking inside of their faith. And going to what you're saying, Layla, the Lord was reminding me of how before I thought authority was telling people what to do, not necessarily loving them completely all the way. We can see here that Paul isn't necessarily going in depth into what he's talking about or going into an intro of the lesson being discussed here until this verse. Um, we're going to read later about the brunt of it, but I'm not going to talk about that. Okay, going forward. And we can see here that Paul is addressing the Thessalonians with love inside of everything it's not paul's not berating the thessalonians about what they're doing wrong and then trying to at the end smooth it over Mm -hmm. and try to make it seem appealing and how it also shows shows us that we have to allow the holy spirit to guide us inside of our steps steps mm-hmm Paul wouldn't be able to write this if the Holy Spirit hadn't been, able to, hadn't been able to teach him. We read inside of Acts. Mm-hmm. Talking about how he was threatening the churches. Ultimately, th- that he was using violence as a mean to force hi- what he was trying to talk about. Versus using love to help help express that. Mm-hmm. And we see that Paul's example here that we should be following that same example mm-hmm. that when the Lord has given us a opportunity to lead, we shouldn't be using it to try to exercise dominion over other people, but allowing the Lord to show us how we should react, whether it's a time for force or a time for love. As in kindness, gentleness. Mm-hmm. Honey, honey. Amen. Well, I like that you both were talking about um, love. And we have to be very specific here because there's only one kind of love that's the source of all things, and that's the Amen. God kind of love. It's not human love. And there's been a a false oh, counterfeit, a counterfeit that has crept in throughout present day culture to go, well, love, you just got to love, but they're talking about love or lust 
is what they're talking from, selfish so, ambition. So a lack of understanding of what love actually is. Absolutely. And the God kind of love is what can deliver and set people free. The God kind of love is what causes us to stand. The God kind of love is what causes our faith to prevail. As you said, um, promise about how the apostle Paul in verse 10 didn't say exactly at this time what was lacking in their faith, but faith working through love, right? Causes great change or the, the substance of our faith to be made manifest. So we cannot operate in the highest levels of faith if we're lacking in the God kind of love, because it will be short circuited. Our faith will be short circuited by, um, walking outside of love. We were beginning in first Corinthians chapter 13, where it talks about if I do all these things that seem important, but I don't have love, I am useless or my efforts are useless because it's lacking the potency of what love provides, right? You give your body to be burned. If you, let me, let me turn there and read it to you so I can. Okay. First Corinthians chapter 13 says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love. I have I have become a sounding brass and a clanging or a clanging symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains, but I have not, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. It's worthless. So all of those things are talked about as a part of our, our walk with the Lord, right? And he even goes on to, um, in the next chapter to talk about speaking with tongues and the gifts of prophecy and things of that nature and how they are important, but he prioritizes the love of God above those because at the beginning of chapter 14 in first Corinthians, he says, pursue love. And even leading into chapter 13, he says, yet I show you a more excellent way. And he had before then been talking about different ministries and administrations and things that we would take to say, these are super important and desire them. But he said, there's a more excellent way, which is the love of God. And when the love of God is flourishing in our life, the power of God is limitless flowing in us, through us and to us, for us on our behalf. So it reminded me um, what you said, Layla, about love and even what you're talking about promise, um, what they still needed to master. And he asked that they would increase and abound in love, not in more prophecies, not in more frequent demonstrations of tongues and interpretations, not in being more liberal or generous with their, their money to give to other people, not in, um, doing more miracles. He went to the root, as you said, Layla, to the heart of it, and he spoke about love. And it reminded me of something that the Lord shared with me, um, just on a kind of a personal note, about Elisha and Elijah. Elijah, we saw doing these super, you know, what we would call powerful things, calling down fire and all that, you know, things that we would deem important and many seek to be like Elijah. I haven't really heard many people want to be like Elisha. You know, when they're like, I'm like Elijah, you know, they compare their, their ministries to someone else. It's most of the time that they're, they're saying they're like Elijah because it seemed like he had more demonstrations of the power of God present in his life. But Elisha asked God for a double portion of the anointing that was on Elijah. But what God ended up giving him was a double portion of love, of the God kind of love. And 
when you look at Elisha's life, in the beginning, he was curt and, you know, drastic and harsh in his perspective. But then as he moved through and he got more understanding of the character and the nature of God and drew near to the Lord, he displayed more love than Elijah ever did. Um, and I'm not minimizing Elijah or anything like that, but the way that God answered, it wasn't that Elisha called down double fireballs from heaven. You know, <laughs> it wasn't that he killed twice the prophets of Baal, which is what we would have expected. We would have expected to see that when he requested a double portion. But what you saw was double the love of God coming through him when, when the Lord was telling the secrets of the king of Syria coming in Syria or Assyria, um, I believe it was Assyria. Assyria coming in to do raids, and he, the Lord revealed to Elisha the camps, and Elisha conveyed that revelation to the king of Israel. Said, "Don't hey, don't go down here because there's a trap set." And they would send spies and found that it was true. And then they came to get the person that was telling all their secrets, and the whole army basically was taken captive because the army of the Lord was with Elisha and he didn't jump on them and go, here's my chance to get double the prophets of Baal that Elijah had. Aha. Thank you, Lord. He said, no, he led them to the King. And when the King asked, what should we do with them? He said, feed them, take care of them them and then let them go. Mm -hmm. And then that garnered peace and You know, just considering that we're asking God and we're looking for how to stand. We're looking for the power of God to flow through us as his warriors or to, you know, see moves of God in the earth. And he's going, I want you to stand. And here's the ingredient that you need. Here's the power to do so. Because that is who our God is. Our God is love. And he is never going to be bowled over by anyone else's strength. He's never going to fail. But his mode of operation is his love. So us coming into alignment with that and being fueled up and empowered by the love of Jesus Christ, which handles every situation well, right? And the love of Jesus Christ also, I'll say, it connects us with the flow of the Holy Spirit because if we love the Lord as we love ourselves and we have his love flowing in us, that means the Holy Spirit's got free reign to operate. He's naturally going to guide us back to himself so that we cling to him and let him have his way in our lives because he's the one who directs the God kind of love. Amen. I love that you brought that up, but Elisha, because um, he did get a double portion. Yes, a double portion of love, but it also helped him to endure double the length of time for famine ministry. and drought. Mm-hmm. And and yes, also the ministry-wise, right? Mm-hmm. So relying and depending on the love of the Lord is what is going to get you through. The miracles and all, they're wonderful things. All right, everything that you were read in second Corinthians are wonderful things, but it's the love of God that gets us through anything and all the miracles and everything else hinges upon that love. Mm-hmm. And the love is the prize. That's it. The miracles, the love of God is not a means to mm. get us to the end of having miracles. Amen. The love of Jesus Christ being at its full in this full operation and full display in us is the prize. And the byproduct is a miracle and those kind of things. Jesus wasn't, you know, washing his hands in water every day, hoping that fireballs would, you know, accumulate at the end or hoping that he would soon be able to turn the whole lake into wine or, right, or <laughs> walk across the, the oceans all the way to America. He wasn't waiting for the miraculous to define who he was or to be the, op, um, 
the epitome of his relationship or his, his deity. It didn't define him. He's like, so don't be, don't rejoice that you're doing these miracles or that the devils are subject to you. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. And, you know, the, the sons of thunder, <laughs> James and John wanted to call down fire. Ah! And the Lord was like, no, you don't even, <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. I asked you to love. I asked you to serve, right? And serving the most is also a product of the love of God being on full display in us. And he did not relish in that desire that they had to destroy everyone. He countered it and said, no, come over here and do this. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in love, that, that's what amen. he said, do yes. this. <laughs> uh, love, the same way the Lord commanded us to love, right? Just like he loved us. And you see that even in this section of scripture, you mentioned in the previous episode, Honey, honey, about mm-hmm. um, Paul loving them like his own children, mm-hmm. right? Like a mother and as a father would, right? Mm-hmm. Which is also why clearly Timothy was sent there. Timothy got the report and brought it back. So you mm-hmm. see, also see that love first and foremost for the Lord everywhere. Amen. Amen. Right? Not idolatry and worship of, a- of children, esteeming them higher than you should. No, no. No, mm-hmm. exactly. But you see it from both, if you will, ends, right? From the Lord through Paul. Paul mm-hmm. sending Timothy to them because, mm-hmm. yes, he loved Timothy and he also loved the the people in, Thessal- uh, in Thessalonica, right? Mm-hmm. The Thessalonians. And you see they, or Timothy shared in verse six, right? News of your faith and love and that you always have good remembrance of us, mm-hmm. greatly desiring to see us and we also to see you, right? Mm-hmm. So you see the the mutual um, moving forward in the Lord, in love, first towards the Lord and also towards each other. Those mm-hmm. the Lord has placed in your path, mm-hmm. whether they're still there or the Lord has had them carry on, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, to, to go complete the work that he has for them to do while you're also completing the work that he has for you to do. We're all required to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So they also had love, yes, for Timothy, but also for Paul. Mm-hmm. And they're still there standing in all the afflictions, all the attacks of the enemy, right? They're standing mm-hmm. in love and mm-hmm. faith and on the word of the Lord brought through the Apostle Paul. And yes, they're there being encouraged. So it, I'll say it's it's mutual. It is cyclical here on all aspects the Lord first and then towards each other as mm-hmm. it's designed to be, mm-hmm. as the Lord designed and commanded it to be. So that's, that's also for us today. Not again, as you said, it's not idol worship. It's not to be focused on one individual. It's focused on the Lord and whatever he commands us to say and do and how to demonstrate that love. Amen. Amen. You know, I looked at, Elijah and Elisha's ministry a long time when I was, I'll say, still kind of carnal in my thought process or just immature. That's more so what I would say, lacking in understanding in my mentality. I would look at their their relationship or their ministries, the, the appearance of their, their ministries. And I often felt like Elisha's ministry was a little bit of a letdown. It was a little bit disappointing in comparison. <laughs> and so the Lord showed me that the double portion of love. And that mm-hmm. was what God prized. He asked for a double portion of his anointing and God responded with a double portion of love. So just signifying to God that he values and esteems that so much higher than 
the number of miracles someone works or how it appears to the natural eyes. So that's just encouragement for us to put our eyes on the prize, the Lord and Savior and his fruit, his product, the product of his character and nature working in us so that we're able to stand and endure. And when we understand that, we'll also be able to understand John the Baptist's ministry. Mm. He said, yeah, John came doing no miracles. Mm-hmm. But clearly he's he's a prophet, and he also said he was like Elijah, or Elijah, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, it was about love. Even though, yep, it's it appeared in the natural that he was a little rough around the edges, he clearly had a love, a great love for the Lord mm-hmm. and for his people which is probably why he was so, uh, if you will, gruff. <laughs> you know, a little rough rough around the edges there, mm-hmm. right? It was about love, and he desired that all people would actually come into a relationship, a true, deep, personal, intimate relationship with the Lord and re-enter the heavenly community when their time on, on earth here, the choosing ground is is done, is complete. So... Um, which is also why Jesus said, hey, um, can't do no miracles, but um, it, he is the greatest prophet, <laughs> right, uh, of all the prophets. John was the greatest, right? Uh, but then he said the one that's least in the kingdom is greater than John. So so we all can have that, If and, and by that I mean the God kind of love, if we truly desire it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot in there we're going to pause for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you for today, Lord, and we thank you for the wisdom that you've given us, Lord, that you have strengthened up the areas that were weak, Lord, that you have given us the tools necessary to be your sons and daughters, Lord, and to succeed and be victorious in what you called us to do. Lord, we ask that you will bless the partners and listeners, Lord, that you will fill them full of your love, Lord, so that it's overflowing and others have the opportunity to experience your goodness, Lord. And we thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' almighty name, amen. And amen. We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.